Hello and welcome to Fireside Stories. My name is Mac and I'll be your host today. Thanks for joining us and we have a collection of three new stories for you. So grab your milk and cookies and a seat next to the fire. Here we go. Today's story collection comes from Eggermeyer's Bible Storybook by L.C.E. Eggermeyer. Simon tries to buy the Holy Spirit. Simon lived in the city of Samaria, about 30 miles north of Jerusalem. The people of all that country thought Simon was a great person, for he did tricks and magic that they could not understand. This man has the power of God, they said. Then Philip came to Samaria and preached about Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God. Philip was one of the seven men who had been chosen to care for the poor. Now that it was not safe for believers to live in Jerusalem, most of them had gone elsewhere. Wherever they went, they told about Jesus Christ and the new religion spread fast. Since Philip had little to do in Jerusalem now, he traveled about preaching the gospel. The Samaritans listened eagerly to his preaching. They had never heard the gospel story before. As they saw Philip work miracles in the name of Jesus, they marveled at the great power God had given him. Many men and women believed in Jesus Christ and were baptized. Simon too heard about Philip and came to see and hear. He watched this preacher from Jerusalem heal the sick and make the lame walk. Simon knew he could not do these things, and he too believed and was baptized. Because Simon was so impressed by the miracles that Philip did, he followed him everywhere. Perhaps he thought Philip had a new kind of magic. Perhaps he hoped to learn to do the same miracles Philip did. News reached the apostles in Jerusalem that many Samaritans had accepted Jesus as Savior after hearing Philip preach. The apostles sent Peter and John to help. As soon as Peter and John arrived, they went to find Philip and the new believers. Peter and John laid their hands on the new believers and prayed. These people too received the Holy Spirit. Simon was amazed. He wished that he had the kind of power Peter and John had. Because he was used to buying the things he wanted, Simon offered the apostles money and asked, Give me too this power that I may lay my hands on a person and he will receive the Holy Spirit. Peter was indignant that anyone would try to buy the Holy Spirit. To Simon he said, May your money die with you if you think God's gifts can be bought. You do not have any part in this, for your heart is not right with God. Repent of your sins and pray for God's forgiveness, for there is still sin in your heart. Simon was frightened. He begged Peter, Pray to the Lord for me that none of these things will happen. 
After the apostles had testified and preached the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem. Through each village they passed, they preached to all who would listen. All the way to Jerusalem, more believers were added to God's church. Philip and the Ethiopian The angel of the Lord said to Philip, Get up and go south on the road that runs between Jerusalem and Gaza. And Philip obeyed. Philip was not the only traveler on the road that day. A royal chariot was headed south towards Ethiopia. The head of the queen's treasury was returning home. He had been to Jerusalem to worship God. In his hands was a scroll of the book of Isaiah. Only a man of wealth and position could buy such a book. Go slowly, the Ethiopian called out to the driver of the chariot. I want to read. Then he drew out his precious possession, the Bible scroll. How he longed to know God better. On and on he read, but the eager look on his face became a dark frown. What do these words mean? When Philip saw the chariot, God's spirit told him, go and catch up with the chariot. As Philip ran beside the chariot, he could hear the Ethiopian reading from the book of Isaiah. Philip asked, do you understand what you're reading? The very disappointed Ethiopian answered, how can I understand when I have no one to teach me? He invited Philip to ride along and explain the meaning of the strange words. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before his shear is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. His story who can tell, for his life is taken from the earth. Whom is the prophet writing about? The Ethiopian asked. Is he writing about himself or some other man? Philip used these verses to preach to him about Jesus. Jesus was made to suffer and to die. Just as a lamb is quiet before the shear, so Jesus said nothing to those who wronged him. The Ethiopian had not heard the story of Jesus before. He listened eagerly. Not only that, but he preached that Jesus was the Christ. How thankful he was that Philip had come along. At last he was learning the very thing that he had longed to understand. As they rode along, they came to a place where there was water. The Ethiopian said, See, here is water. What keeps me from being baptized? Philip answered, If you believe with all your heart, you may be baptized. I do believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the man replied. He commanded the servant to stop the chariot. The Ethiopian and Philip climbed out of the chariot and went down to the water. There Philip baptized him. When they came out of the water, the Ethiopian saw Philip no more. All the way back to his homeland, he rejoiced as a follower of Jesus. He was eager to tell the people of Ethiopia about Jesus. Beginning at Azotus, 
Philip preached the gospel in all the towns until he came to Caesarea. Saul on the road to Damascus. As a boy, Saul had left his home in Tarsus and come to Jerusalem to study the Jewish religion. When he grew older, he became a very strict Pharisee. Saul believed in the law of Moses. It seemed to him that Jesus and his followers dishonored the law. Because he loved the law of Moses so much, Saul hated those who did not honor every tiny part of it. He especially hated those who believed in Jesus and longed in some way to get rid of them. In Jerusalem, Saul had mistreated and put many in prison of whom believed in Jesus. He had made life so miserable for the believers that many had fled to other cities for safety. News reached Jerusalem that the religion of Jesus was growing and spreading through the whole country. The more the Jewish leaders tried to stamp it out, the faster it grew. What should they do? Saul became angrier than ever. I will stop this crazy religion yet, he cried. Rushing to the high priests, he asked permission to go to Damascus and search for followers of Jesus. Saul planned to kill them or bring them back to Jerusalem as prisoners. The high priest wrote letters to the rulers of the synagogues in Damascus. He told them about Saul's coming and commanded them to help Saul find the believers in their cities. Saul was to take these letters to the synagogues. With a few friends, he started at once on the long trip to Damascus. Other messengers hurried to Damascus too. They wanted to warn the believers that Saul was on his way to arrest them. Saul and his company traveled north from Jerusalem and passed through many towns and villages. Finally, they neared Damascus. It was noon. Saul and his friends could see the great wall of Damascus ahead. Suddenly they stopped. A great light from heaven shone round about them, and Saul fell to the ground. The men thought they heard thunder. But Saul heard a voice from heaven call out, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Saul was both terrified and amazed. He had thought he was protecting the true religion when he oppressed those who believed in Jesus. He cried out, Who are you, Lord? The voice answered, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are fighting against. It is hard for you to oppose me. Instantly, Saul remembered how cruelly he had treated men who believed in this Jesus. How wrong he had been. Now he asked, What shall I do, Lord? Get up and go into Damascus, Jesus told him. There you will be told what you must do. Saul got up. He could not see which way to go. The great light had blinded his eyes. The men who were with Saul had not been blinded by its brightness. 
they led Saul trembling with fright into the city to the house of Judas.